Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, now on the C-Suite Radio Network. Excited about today's interview because in just a few minutes, we're going to talk with Kevin Burke. Kevin is with a company called Service Guru, which is actually a platform that's designed to measure uh, employee performance in the world of customer service. We're going to talk a lot about that in just a few minutes. Uh, But here's the opening statement. It's actually a question. How much does bad service cost your business? I'll repeat the question, and it's rhetorical. How much does bad service cost your business? Do you know if there's a number assigned to how much bad service, if if anybody in your organization were to provide bad service and a customer left, what is that customer's loss? what does it cost you? What's the value of that customer? And if you multiply that times the number of customers that leave you for whatever reason, you have a pretty good idea of what losing customers is costing you. And obviously, uh, you're probably bringing in new customers, and that's great. They help negate some of the cost of a, of a lost customer. By the way, the lost customer may not be uh, leaving because of bad service. There's a hundred other reasons that somebody could leave. They could be moving out of the area. They could be retiring. I mean, I I fly a lot on the airlines, and uh, the day I stop speaking around the world will be the day the airlines, well, they probably won't call me up and say, hey, what happened? You're not flying us anymore. But it won't be because I wasn't happy with them, Uh, although with some airlines I may not be happy, but it's going to be because something happened. Maybe I changed my business and I don't need whatever it is you sell anymore. There's a hundred different reasons, like I say, people would move away and not do business with you. But if customer service is one of them, there's an essential cost And by the way, it's not just costing you that customer walking away. It's costing you the negative feedback that customer is sharing with everyone else. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, And if you think about it, I can assign a number to a very specific company. Just about a little over a month ago, we all remember the United Airlines debacle. Uh, We're probably not going to forget about that debacle for many years to come. Uh, But what happened? The very next day or two, the market cap, the, the market, the, what the value of United Airlines went down to almost a billion dollars less than what they were before the incident. In other words, the value of that company was crushed by a billion dollars. Now, some of that came back, and I'm going to predict that in the long term, this is a blip in the United Airlines uh, history. Uh, I also think it's a, a, a powerful blip for a couple of reasons that. Number one, uh, you know, there's that lesson in social media that, that, you know, now the customer can tell everybody what's going on. And that's exactly what happened, and it went viral. And as a result, uh, I'm, and I'm not going to be the judge and jury of whether United was right or wrong. I think we all know what happened. But since then, uh, the CEO has come out apologetically. Uh, but here's what I think's happened as a result. And I know I'm getting off topic here. But I'm going to share it anyway, and I'll probably share it again in a future episode of Amazing Business Radio when we have more time to talk about this. But I believe that this incident is going to help United Airlines. Even though it hurts right now, they're going to have to raise their game to stay in business and get the business back that they've been losing from unhappy customers. And when they do, 
they are going to turn it around and they are going to figure out how to do it right. I have every confidence in the world that's what they want to do, and it will be interesting to see how it all plays out, how well they execute. All right. I mentioned I'm getting off topic. We're going to get back on topic. We're going to talk in just a moment with Kevin Burke, CEO and founder of Service Guru. You're going to love hearing from this guy. He's passionate, he's knowledgeable, and he's got a really interesting technology that I think you guys will be fascinated to learn about. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Customer service is the new marketing, and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition, and that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. I promised you an amazing interview today, and that is going to happen with Kevin Burke, who is the CEO and the founder of Service Guru, which is a revolutionary platform dedicated to tracking, measuring, and improving customer service. And what I love about this is, as I mentioned in our opening monologue, is that this doesn't track a company. It tracks individuals, the people that are actually delivering the service. And I think it's a great way of doing things. Kevin's going to tell us why. Kevin, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Yeah, thank you so much, Chef. Looking forward to our chat. So we have so much to talk about. And, uh, you know, first of all, quick little background. Give us 30 seconds. Who's Kevin. I am an entrepreneur. I am a father of seven kids, uh, angel investor. Um, I just, uh, I'm, but my biggest, deepest passion besides my family is, is obviously uh, customer service. I really love doing well by the customer and, and showing them great service. I love turning around a bad experience. Uh, it's in my DNA to help others. Great. And by the way, you're not just an angel investor. You have seven kids. You're an angel because the patience you must have. I haven't read about any you know, uh, child murderers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of it kids. Is a lot of, it is a lot of kids. But, and, uh, four, I have four organically grown and three by acquisition, but unless you use the metric system, it's seven. It's seven. And it's like um, it's like it's just bigger than the Brady Bunch. Exactly. Just by one. But just still by, But still, bigger is bigger. That's right. All right. So your passion is service. I, I, you know, how do people – get feedback now. I mean, I, I know that this is where we're going to lead. I'm, I, this is a leading question because most companies, they track service of the company. And what you, you have something completely different in mind with Service Guru. But let's start with the general way, uh, general ways people are actually tracking their customer service and getting feedback. Yeah, I think that uh, the, the methods are very rudimentary. I mean, you're talking survey cards, 
in, in a restaurant or a hotel, uh, you know, fill this out, uh, you know, on the bottom of a receipt, you know, with you go to the grocery store, uh, you know, obviously some restaurants or uh, hospitality are using uh, Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google, Facebook, uh, even though those are mostly consumer driven, I think people look at those things, although lots of companies don't manage them. So really, it is about the, the business. It is about kind of the holistic experience uh, that people are looking for. And uh, we just look at it uh, very differently than that. Right. And, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that experience. So right up front, let me just state, I love it when companies want feedback and want survey. You're just your approach is just going to be a little bit different. So and they, and by the way, the one thing I can't stand at the bottom of a receipt, please leave us feedback. I mean, come on. Do you do you have any numbers? What's the percentage of people that actually act on at the bottom of a receipt where it says go to this website? Yeah, I don't have the statistics on that, but I've yet to meet a human and I ask and talk to a lot of people about customer service and, and how and if they leave feedback. And I've yet to meet a person who's actually done that survey. Right. But, you know, somebody's making money on this because I see it at the bottom of many receipts. There is a company out there that apparently seems to do a great job selling it. Absolutely. And, and again, back to your original comment that, that Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google, any other review platform, uh, I am a huge advocate of because there's a great statistic in the market that for every one person that complains, 26 people go quietly into the night. So I don't care where people complain as long as people are communicating that there's an issue with service. So people, the restaurants, the business has a chance to make it right. Right. And I even though, you know, you want to hear every complaint. I just want people to comment, positive and negative, and hopefully I'm going to get a lot more positive than negative. I completely agree. It's literally, I get that's a back to that. As I don't care where you have a comment as long as you comment, but particularly in the bad. Like, it's really nice to hear the positive things, but as most business owners, we want to hear the negative. What, what can we do to improve? And, of course, if you know, we have uh, a saying at, at uh, the climbing gym that I own. If I hear the word fine, like the music stops, I pull up a chair and I, and I sit down with the customer saying, look, we're not in this business to provide a mediocre experience to you. I'm not in the business to provide a fine experience. You know, I might as well fold up my tent and go home. I want it to be amazing. I want it to be memorable. I want it to be great. I really want to know how to do that. And so you ask and you listen. And I just somebody asked me uh, to quote on something related to listening just yesterday. And I said, uh, when the customer is heard, they feel connected. Couldn't agree more. And so, and that's why most people don't leave reviews, right? They don't leave reviews because they don't think anybody's listening. Yep. They don't think anybody cares. They don't think it's going to make a difference. So they think, forget it. I'm not going to let the business know because it doesn't matter. All right. Perfect segue. Let's talk about Service Guru. Now we're getting to a place that matters. Sounds good. So our, our belief with the, the basis of Service Guru, and, and just to give the listeners an idea of what we do. So we allow customers to rate and review employees based on the service that they provide. So you hold them accountable and get them the recognition that they deserve. Um, and, and again, number one thing in job satisfaction is recognition. So it's a great way, a digital way for uh, an employee to be able to show a manager, you know, upward mobility within the company or better, higher paying jobs in the future, because now a future employer would have insight as to the type of employee that you really are. So it's not a letter of reference. It's you know, I used to work at Hyatt for two years versus I worked at Hyatt for two years, and I have 250 reviews with a 4.9 rating. It's super powerful. Oh, I would say so. How do you do that? I mean, 
Well, I mean, I guess I'm going to get into the weeds here. Um, you, you know, you're going to rate the employee versus the company. And by the way, I think there's so many. We'll get into this in just a moment because there's got to be so many benefits to rating an employee. They're on notice. They kind of know they're being watched. Uh, they're probably going to perform better knowing that they're going to be graded, et cetera, et cetera. But, but how do you go about what's, what's the mechanism for rating an employee versus leaving a general comment on a website? Yeah, so, our, so the way that the business communicates that they're on service crew can be many different ways. It can be electronic through email. It can be through collateral material that they hand out. If it's a restaurant, it could be in the check presenter. The employee could mention it. Managers could obviously mention it as well. Uh, but it's very simple. People go, people go to serviceguru.com. They can click on see nearby businesses or type the business or employee name in. They click on their picture and they go through the, the rating and review process. And they can leave a rating uh, based on appearance, knowledge, attentiveness, and personality. Um, they can also leave a contextual review and then sign up with Facebook, Google, or email, and the, the review goes live. Well, okay. It's that so, simple. Uh, okay. I wanna, there are a couple of things. You said the employee's picture is on the website. Correct. Okay, so I'm going to go – let me make sure I understand this. Um, I pull out my phone, and I go to Safari. I open up Safari. I have an iPhone. Or I go to any Internet browser, and I type in serviceguru.com, and then there's a place for me to enter in the name of the business. And when the business pops up, I'm going to see a list of employees, uh, pictures of employees. What? Both their – yes, so you see their name and their picture. And the reason for that is – you know, people rarely remember names. They don't hold on to the receipts to remember the name, but they remember your face. So we want to make it the, – the goal is to make the rating and review process very, very fast and easy for the customer. So you can, again, going to serviceguru.com, you can click on Senior by Businesses, and if you have location services on, the closest businesses will pop up. Or you can type in the business, or you can actually type in the employee name if you know it. But then the employee's pictures with their names underneath them pop up, and all you need to do is click the picture and then go through the rating process. Wow. Love it. Love it. And I think there's got to be a bunch of different ways. I mean, if you're a restaurant, I can see uh, the host or hostess as they seat you at your table introducing the concept. By the way, uh, we're doing a real we're, – we're, we're working hard to give you the best service possible, and we would love feedback. And they need to give them a card and say – uh, would you do us a favor after we're done? This is not about rating the restaurant. This is actually about rating Bob or Sally or whomever is going to be serving you today. We would love it if you would give some feedback. Or perhaps it's the server, his or herself, that says, hey, here's a card. Would you do us a favor and go on and, and you know, it, it says how to do it. I love that. I mean, do you feel that's too overt? So th- that's a fantastic question. Um, what we're seeing statistically is that there's it's resonating with the customer significantly. So we, we've got several, several statistics that show that we're getting significantly more reviews than other review platforms. Uh, in, in one location of a, a Pita Jungle restaurant, uh, Mediterranean Concept out in Phoenix, one location had 149 reviews in one month on Service Guru. They had three on Yelp. They had a total of 33 reviews on all other review platforms combined and 149 on Service Guru. So 450% more reviews on Service Guru than, than all the others. So what we're seeing is when you provide great service and you ask for that or it's communicated that the, the, the employees are on Service Guru, customers are willing, more than willing, to go help another human out. And so I think that's a big difference right there. That is, if I ask Shep, hey, will you do me a favor and please let, go on serviceguru.com and let me know how I'm doing, lets my manager know how I'm doing, lets me take control of my service career, people are more than happy to do that. And, and it's not taking away from other review platforms. So we think that what's happening is 
um, historically, 5% of the people write reviews and 95% read them. We think we're getting new new reviewers, so new people kind of into the into the mix of leaving reviews because those people are providing usually great service, and they want them to be remembered. They want to help them out. I love it. I love it. Now, uh, I, I think also maybe uh, uh, something like Yelp or TripAdvisor or any of these other types of review sites, they're more voluntary. I think um, the the restaurant, and you mentioned, you mentioned, I think it was Pita Jungle. Is that right? Yes, sir. So is Pita Jungle taking a more proactive approach to getting people to Service Guru versus, uh, hey, if you happen to get on Yelp, give us a rating? Yeah, it's it's a little bit. It's de- it's definitely different, right? And and here's the deal: we're at Peter Jungle. They're very deeply passionate about service as well, and a lot of companies are, right? And you and I have talked about this before. That you know, I think Bain studies eighty percent of people believe eighty percent of companies believe they're delivering superior customer service, but only eight percent of our customers believe that. So we do a lot of training on the back end, but what do you do on the front end to ensure that that's actually being executed on? The only people that know that are the customers. Even if the manager is walking around and touching tables and you ask somebody, how was everything? They give you that four letter word, that fine, which is the kiss of death, you know, and then you, you don't know what to do from there. But the customers, they want to tell you, they're happy to tell you when they get on their phone or their computer because they're obviously non-confrontational. And so we're definitely more proactive because we understand that service is paramount to success of, of our business, of any business that is. And since it's six to seven more times expensive to get a customer than keep a customer, it makes you know, obviously logical sense to invest in the customer service experience and make sure we're delivering on that from the customer's perspective versus what we think. Right. Wow. So I, I've got a great line here. I wrote this down. Fine. The word fine, F-I-N-E. You know, how was the service? Fine. Fine is the F-bomb of customer service. <laughs> I completely agree. And I actually tell people that that is the real four-letter word, even though it happens to be four letters, that you do not want to hear. Fine. I mean, so if I ask my wife how is everything, and she says fine, there's nothing fine about that situation. Right, right. Love nothing it. fine. Love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how to move off of fine and into amazing. We're going to talk more about Service Guru, the platform. We're going to talk about you're, you're throwing out some great stats and facts that I think every one of us need to be aware of, which makes the case, whether we're using a platform like Service Guru or any other review site, it makes the case for getting that feedback. And then when we come back, I want to ask you the question that you asked me just the other day as we're preparing and getting to know a little bit more about each other. You asked me, how much can bad customer service cost your biz? When we come back, we're going to talk about that and much more. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Kevin Burke, the CEO of Service Guru. And right before we uh, took the short break, I said we're going to ask a question. And the question is something that you asked me the other day. And I want to ask you, how much can bad service cost your business? Well, your answer 
was, and I think absolutely correct. And it it, it could cost you your business. <laughs> well, that's my answer, but what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't use so, so, my answer. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> You can use it somewhere else, but not right now. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So there, there, but there is probably great... some stats and facts and numbers that you can share with us. Yeah. So, you know, there's been several studies done by uh, uh, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, I think, reported $62 billion a year with a B right. is the amount of money businesses lose every year on bad customer service. Actually, people, switch, I'm, I'm switching gonna, brands, buying. Right. I'm going to correct you on that. That is a correct number, $62 billion, but that's not every year. That was last year, and that's up by 50% from two years before. Wow. So that's, that's an even bigger wow. It's, in other words, I don't know what next year is going to be. Next year is probably going to be $80 billion. It's going up. Now, that doesn't mean customer service is bad. It just, it, in some cases, it is, obviously, or else people wouldn't switch. It's not getting worse is what I'm saying. Uh, if you look at other stats, it's actually getting better, but the laggards aren't keeping up with the big guys who are doing it right, and therefore people are jumping around in the middle and at the bottom more frequently than they are at the top. So $62 billion, that's correct. So keep going. <laughs> Well, the, the bottom line, though, is regardless of what it costs, everybody believes that they're delivering great service and they're, they're just not. And, and I think that we need to, to relook at how we're tracking great customer service. And I think it's people use some internal measurement. They look at sales. Um, they don't look at necessarily um, how the staff are doing relative to the customer's perception. And I think that's the key piece right here is, is the customers are the ones that are making the buying decisions. And usually they vote with their dollars. So we need them not just to have the sales, but if we're continuously filling the pipeline, let's say with marketing, but we could be spending more of that money on the customer service experience, we think those numbers, and we know those numbers go up. So we need and some of the the marketing dollars. I think there was a, a, a report out that said that we spend 80 or $90 billion a year in marketing in the U.S., but we only spend $8 billion on customer service. I know. It's ridiculous. Is, and the which best, is completely right, backwards. It, the best marketing that you can do is your customer walking out the door with an amazing experience talking about you to everyone else. Yep. So it's been stated before. Customer service is the new marketing. Exactly. And and then, you know, take it to another level, social media customer service is even a newer version of that because, boy, people don't just talk to their friends. They talk to the world. And and that's evidence with all, oh, the both the good and the bad. I mean, when, when amazing things happen, uh, no doubt people like to share it. Uh, just the other day, a not-so-amazing incident, actually just about a month or so ago, um, I'm not going to mention the name of the airline, but their initials are United Airlines. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> and and but but here's the point. Um, everybody now, and that is by the way, I, we're not. We can talk about United, and people are going to be talking about this for the next year, two years, three years. I have a theory that United just helped everybody. Uh, they're going to come back. They're going to be fine. They're not going to go out of business. The customers who hate them today because of what happened are going to change their minds six months from now when they need to take a trip and they look at the airfares. And by the way, they see that United has finally, and it took a little while, but they finally stepped up, made some major changes and acknowledgments of the issue. But what's happening is I think that's going to make everybody aware that customers will pull out their phones, they'll take video, they'll open up their browsers, they'll go on review sites, and they'll start talking about you. And here's the goal. Let's make it a positive conversation. I would love it if, if you know, the other day I was leaving, um, and I won't tell you the name of the airline, but their initials are AA. 
Okay, American Airlines. <laughs> so I'm leaving to go to Sydney, Australia, and there's like this party atmosphere where we're getting ready to go on the plane. There's pizzas, there's sodas, there's cake. I'm going, what's going on here? Okay, there was a young man uh, who apparently beat all the odds. They thought he was going to die of cancer, and this was his wish to go to Australia. And American Airlines paid for him and his family to go. Uh, I guess it's kind of like uh, what's the uh, Make-A-Wish make, Foundation. Make-A-Wish. I don't know if that was the foundation or not. But let me tell you, I saw people with their video cameras, or video camera, with their phones, which are their video cameras. See, they don't even use the phone for a phone. They use it for a video camera. <laughs> and they're sitting there uh, standing around, and they're filming this, and they're posting it to their Facebook pages the same way somebody videotaped that doctor being pulled off the plane. I think, you know, both of them are, are incidents where the customers are going social, but isn't it nice that we saw something positive going on? And I love that because if we do something right, it's going to be socialized. And that's why great service is the best marketing. We need to make sure that we deliver. And we've talked a little bit about how you do that. Now, what I want to talk about is there's a, a note in my, my from my notes that you sent me that when you do a platform like Service Guru, where you're measuring the employee, there's obvious uh, benefits in the form of a behavioral change of the employee. So let's talk about the psyche behind that. Sure. Um, as expected, uh, when you tell your employees that we're going to empower and democratize the, the ratings and asking our, our customers to rate and review you, uh, immediately it kind of lights a fire under them and they start to provide and or continue to provide or up their game, right? They just start providing great service on a consistent basis because they know that every time they have an interaction, that's a possibility that they're going to get rated. Every customer that comes in is a rater now, right? It's not just about a holistic experience or their name may get mentioned on on a Yelp or a TripAdvisor or another platform. This is all about you and the the experience that you provide. And I'm highly confident that um, great service can mitigate any negative experience. I don't care if the bathrooms are dirty and there's trash on the floor or the music is too loud or it's too cold. Great service can mitigate all those things. And so these people are, are kind of on high alert. And, and what we're seeing is significant improvement in customer service because of the platform just being implemented, you know, at a hotel or a restaurant or the like. And people are starting, and here's kind of the paradigm shift. People are kind of really starting to take pride in their work, which is our ultimate goal is we want to see customer service increase across the board. So what we're seeing is because we allow the employees to aggregate their, their reviews into what we've trademarked as their service resume. This is a digital form. They can show their bosses. They can show future bosses. But they can wake up in the morning and go, I want to check out what's my number at today. You know, did I get any more feedback? How's that? How am I building my service resume? Because it's the first time that they can show something to anybody at any time. It's because this is public facing information. They can show how they're doing. So they're really taking great pride in their work. And the businesses are seeing um, financial impact. So they're seeing, uh, you know, one, three percent gross revenue increase just from using the platform because more people are coming in more often and they're asking for specific servers in, in restaurants, for example. Well, this is and powerful. that's what it's about. You, you brought up relationships, right? So if, if you go on Service Guru and you say, or I say, hey, Chef, can you do me a favor and go on Service Guru and take two minutes, let me know how I'm doing. And you do that. There's a bond that's now created because you went out of your way to help me. Now, if I respond to your review, that further solidifies that bond, that relationship. 
the next time you decide to go out, I'm going to be top of mind for choices of places because you had such a great experience. You're going to think about coming back and getting service by me. Right. And so I want everybody to understand that what's happening here is this is not just the review of an employee. This is a freaking marketing plan. Okay, it is all about marketing. It's all about awareness of the establishment or the company or the business that the employee works for. It is integrated, even though it's, it seems like, oh, I'm rating the employee. No, that is, like you said, you're creating the bond. And when there's a response, there's even higher connection. Top of mind, where am I going to go tonight for dinner? I'm going to go to this restaurant. Where am I going to do business the next time? I'm going to go here. Why? I have my person, my guy, my gal, whatever, at that business. So I love I love what it's doing, and I love the whole concept of, of people upping their game. I love the idea of creating this service resume, which down the road helps the employee uh, as they build a resume, perhaps is, you know, and, and who knows, unless they're a server for life. And by the way, I know several people that make a great living as a server uh, at a restaurant, and they've been there for 30 40 years, these guys make great living, send their kids to great schools and colleges. The art of delivering service well at a nice establishment is a great living. But by the way, we're talking about restaurants. This is not limited to restaurants. This is any type of business. Absolutely. In fact, um, you're going to ask me potentially a question that we discussed earlier about um, something that I haven't shared. But here's the deal. Um is Everyone, this it? Because that's the one. This, we're getting, this, this is, we're, okay. Well, this is great. What a perfect what a segue <laughs> because we are basically running out of time. And my question, and everybody who listens to the show knows that almost every episode I'll ask at the very end, what's the one thing you absolutely want everybody to remember when we're done? You can emphasize something we've talked about or give us some new nugget. What's it going to be? That you and every one of your listeners is in the service business. I don't care if you're a doctor, a pilot, a flight attendant, a yoga instructor, a real estate agent. It doesn't matter. You are in the service business, and you might start off as a host or a server or something like that, but your service career will follow you, and you will be in it for the rest of your life. So the sooner you realize that you're in the service business, the sooner you start taking control of your service career, the better off you're going to be. And service guru may not be the only answer, but it surely is one of those that will help you do that. So I'm going to I'm gonna follow up on this, and normally I end the show here, but I want to just make a real important point. I want you to follow up on this. So I think what happens is when you get hired, when, you, when anybody gets hired into a company and the company says, oh, we're a customer-focused company, and let's just say – I'll use an extreme example. Um, somebody comes from the hotel or restaurant industry, and they're going to go to work for – a manufacturer as a sales rep, and the sales rep needs to have great service skills. If you have this hospitality mentality, if you have a service mentality, and you come to them with a service resume and and you say, I don't know enough about your business yet to be able to sell what you sell, you're going to teach me that. But what I have in my back pocket is a resume that proves to you that I've got the hospitality mentality, the service mentality, the ability to communicate with people, this is what is going to make me successful. Not that I know a lot about widgets and whatever it is you're manufacturing. So I think this is powerful. You're doing a great service to the industries that decide to use the Service Guru platform and, and just as important to the people uh, that work in those businesses as well. 
Absolutely. And I, and I fully agree, right? The reality is it, that is the only differentiator that you have out there. I mean, there are so many companies out there that provide the same product that you probably do. Let's call it a restaurant or a hospitality or a rock climbing gym. There's plenty of competition out there, but the only thing that you can really control is that customer service, right? Is that experience for that customer and that relationship they create, that bond that's created. And like you said, that's everlasting. And they're going to go out and they're going to talk to their friends on social media. They're going to, they, if they use the phone for a phone, which they usually don't, they'll text their friends or they'll Snapchat about it. Or they'll post it on Instagram. The bottom line is that is what's going to make the difference in your business. And because that is the only way that you can differentiate your business is through customer service. Well, thanks, Kevin. You are truly a service guru who has a platform called Service Guru. So much knowledge and information and great ideas. And I can't thank you enough for being on the show, man. You're awesome. Thanks so much, Shep. It was uh, awesome talking to you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio. And you know why we call it that, because people like Kevin have just given us some amazing insight, a new technology, new platform. However, more importantly, it's all rooted in some of the basics of delivering an amazing customer experience. Until next time, this is Shep Hyken reminding you, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.